We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Friends, welcome to an impromptu edition of Mavs Moneyball's group therapy, of which I am titling Shock Therapy, because the Dallas Mavericks are seemingly in on Kyrie Irving, who exploded the Nets organization with a trade demand. Again, in the same season, two different ones. Really impressive amount of work from Kyrie here. Now, I'm standing on a football field, and I have no idea how my service will take. I apologize for any background noise. I wanted to get this up and start talking to y'all and let people tell me how they think about things because I'm really interested. Um, You could probably guess how I feel about it because I do not like Kyrie Irving. I think he is a frustrating individual and I think he is a drama queen uh, as evidenced by the fact that he went 75 days between like really disturbing, like anti-Semitic behavior uh, and then a non-apology but 75 days is just like, you need to go longer between drama as a professional athlete is sort of where I stand. Um, that said, it can't be denied that particularly this season, just so happens in his con- in, in a year before a contract, he's playing outstanding basketball. I mean, truly outstanding basketball. So if you're the kind of person that thinks the risk is worth the reward, I think there's justification for that. If you're the kind of person that wants to uh, shoot this idea directly into the sun, there is absolutely justification for that too. The wonderful part is it doesn't really matter what we think because we don't know what the panic level is in the Dallas Mavericks organization because the Mavericks are currently fourth in the West, fourth in the West by a thousandth of a percentage point. So we'll, we'll see if they think that they're, you know, on the precipice of falling down that Western Conference cliff or if they really think this is a move that could push them towards the title. I will say, I was debating with somebody online earlier today, 
If you think Kyrie Irving can behave between now, February 2nd, and June, I have some land I'd like to sell you. So those are the ground, uh, kind of the, the opening remarks, but I'm really interested in what you have to, to say. Um, Peter really makes a good point about, you know, Kyrie um, being, you know, uh, injured right now. Or not Kyrie, Luca being injured right now. We don't know what that entails. He's going to miss at least the Golden State game. Shout out to uh, Dallas Mavericks, Dwayne Price, for making it seem like he would be out for five games. Phraseology matters. Um, all right, shoot. Let's go with my guy first. We're going to bring up Frank. Hi, Frank. Hey, what's up, man? Good. I can hear you good. I'm, I'm glad to hear this This service. You know, the internet and, and Wi-Fi service isn't amazing. Or not Wi-Fi. Cell service is an amazing thing. Yeah, I'm on cell service too, so if I get choppy, kick me out. But uh, real quick, I mean, you know, we talk about, you know, the only way we're going to be able to get any real – player in here is going to be a distressed asset. I think we can talk about all the nuance Kyrie come with and Lord knows there's more than we can count, but I mean, it's a superstar. It's a it's a ball handling superstar who can handle his own and I mean, we just get down to the nitty gritty. Could you, you know, for as much as you could sell us on why we should avoid him like the plague, could you speak, could you play devil's advocate to yourself and speak for it you mean like why they should consider him yeah i, I mean for, like in a seven game series Kyrie's uh, like a terrifying player to have both good and bad um you know if, if he's focused he's just gonna murder teams he's he's that talented of a basketball player and a scorer he makes the impossible look easy that's the selling point you know i, I the defense is 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 kind of like Luca in the sense of like I think he can defend. I think convincing him to defend is something else. I think the the kind of the the sassy answer to this is like having Jason Kidd coach Luca and Kyrie is fucking hilarious. Like that is is just a it, it's a riot for me because um, it, it's Kidd is is such an odd coach. And Kyrie cannot help himself but say the quiet part loud as he sees it, even if he's wrong. Um, and, you know, the, the Mavericks just haven't had anybody that really shakes up press conferences. You know, KP did a little bit, but he did it very professionally. Like, he would always get in, like, like slight stabs. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, from, a, from, like, if you're just talking on-court stuff, it's it's something you absolutely have to consider. Bill Simmons has been rambling about it for a while. It's just everything else that comes with him. Also, the fact that he is seeking – if you're trading for him, then you have to seek to retain him. And it's one thing to talk about Kyrie, the short-term experience, because I think that's actually very interesting. The long-term Kyrie experience simply hasn't worked out for anyone. Like, he just – he can't help himself. Yeah, he he's crazy if he thinks he's going to get four for whatever. It's going to he has to go for two. I mean, yeah, that's it's a rental. It, it, it literally is a or taking anything less than four. Then he's then it's just you know at that point you know you know we, they had to we can't give away any picks. We can't give away. Yeah, if job. you were to get Kyrie Irving for no picks, I, even I would have to be like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like Spencer. 
uh, Woolock and THJ. Well, and so, maybe so somebody, I got to find the take. This was just a really good take. Ethan in the chat just noted, like, if you trade Spencer, then you're kind of switch. Like, the Mavericks are still minus the ball handler. They, they still would need a ball handler, even though he's a better ball handler than Spencer. So that's that's something to consider, too. And he's a better defender. I mean, I know I don't watch Kyrie. I don't watch anybody but the Mavs. But I, you know, I, I know this is really, really old tape. But whenever he wanted to guard Steph, he could guard Steph. He, you know, he's not. I mean, it's all about want at that point. The lateral movement to to keep people in front of him. And if we talk about player, Kyrie's a top twenty-five player. I mean. So I got to point something out. Andreas, who who, who I was de- debating in the chat today, is like, well, you know, Kyrie has great relationships with Kid and Nico, and Kyrie has great relationships with everyone until he decides to nuke them. I mean, <laughs> he demanded the trade before the season starts, and you know, how did KD feel about that? Like, it's how did LeBron feel about getting left in 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 you know with with some of the stuff they pulled in Cleveland? It's just, it's like relationships don't really seem to matter to Kyrie at all. Yeah. And we're fan. And this is where the fanatical, uh, the, the fan, this is where you just got to, you know, use your fanatical, like super fan, you know, uh, the, the happy go lucky, you know, just always hope for the best, you know, attitude. And you just got to assume that the next team is going to figure them out, even though, you know, it's not the, not the logical sense, you know, we're all fanatics, you know, or yes, you're right. I'm very biased. <laughs> <laughs> so but uh that's all man i just wanted to thank you for kicking us off you appreciate you, frank it's always great frank usually calls in in the dead of night and i can tell he's trying not to wake anybody up in his house so so i appreciate full full voiced frank big fan of that okay coming up next we're gonna do my man david how we doing david hey kirk uh, i'm sitting here finishing up work for the week and i look over and see not only the Kyrie announcement i see you're getting on i was like holy shit all right oh yeah i, I absolutely told my boss i was like right, goodbye I'm done here. <laughs> and I'm out. Uh, I'll, I'll be brief. I mean, to me, uh, I put it in the chat, but uh, a rental for one year, Kyrie, uh, with giving up like no picks or way out there picks and filler and maybe Hardy would be my only thing. I do not want him long, like long-term character matters. And the West is so open for one year and this year only, he might actually put us. It's such might a actually put us there. Like I immediately when I heard this, like my first reaction was, "Oh no!" But in terms of just short-term viability, it's so damn it's fascinating. I can't help myself because even our man Dalton Trigg is in the chat down there, and I'm pretty sure he was he was the person who said to me where it's like, if you can get out from a bunch of salary, don't you have to think about that? And the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, like if we could somehow get rid of if if all of a sudden we could like be out of Berton's contract. Whoa, wait a minute. Like that's, oh yeah. So it really just, it just, to me, I mean, like everything in life, it comes down to price, uh, but long-term definitely would not think he would be a good fit. I think his craziness and his antics and Luca's still only 23. You don't want that around. your like still growing up in America, superstar. Like I don't want Luca to come out as a flat earther two years from now. Just That sort of element of it is, is concerning. But I also think that like Luca is his own dude. I don't really can worry about Luca too much. He's such a diehard competitor that everything else is easy. You know, he's he's such a I, I, I love it. Uh, that that element of it is not something I worry about. But yeah, I, I I guess my my reaction is if we could have him just for this season and we didn't give up long like any future draft capital to do it, and we're pretty much doing like 
player swaps because they don't have any leverage either, which is the nice part. Like the Nets really, their choice is just keep him and let him walk for nothing or try and get some pieces back to maybe be contention, like contending in the yep. East still. And if they think they can still contend in the East, I don't know, like maybe some combination of like, I don't know what they're going to be looking for, but like we could give them a one young player. I don't want to say green, but like we could give them maybe like, maybe we go all offense. Maybe we do DFS. Well, and, you also just, the um, one thing I keep thinking, I don't know. The one thing I keep thinking about David is that at some point a relationship runs its course and people throw their hands up in disgust and Kyrie asking for a, a trade after they brought him back after what he did earlier this year with his, I mean, let's just call it what it is, a dalliance into anti-Semitism. It, it, you know, yeah, like, no, no, there's no question I get there. he's a yeah. superstar player, but if he were anybody other than a superstar player, he would have been, you know, they probably wouldn't have brought him back. And so for, for him to sort of like, he, he, he basically burns bridges at just a, a, a crazy rate. And so I think if, if, you're, if you're looking at this in the short term, like you and I are, and you could get away with something because they might, might just want, you know, they might just want bodies that can play because Kevin Durant is so good right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much for uh, for hanging out. All right. Yeah, thanks for throwing it. All right. Let's see here. Ooh, well, we got a lot of folks. Simon, how are we doing, my East Coast friend? Well, how are we doing, Kirk? It's been a whirlwind, hasn't it? It has been. I'm never bored. I'm never bored. All right. You know, so I saw Kyrie's trade request drop earlier, um, and I really haven't, you know, I've been working all day, so I haven't really been able to kind of follow the nuances of it. But have there been any, like, specific um, packages bandied about that the Mavericks would theoretically have to give up in a Kyrie see, trade? See, I have no idea because I think Kyrie's value is, is like, what do you do? How, he's, he's nearly unprecedented in NBA history. What kind of? You know, he's he's a top tier superstar. Even if I don't like him, I have to admit this. And so, what do you do offer for a superstar who you don't know where he wants to go next year? He has three months left. So, so if I'm the man, like uh, I want to say it was Adrian Wojnarowski and 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 Tim McMahon who basically indicated that the Mavericks are not interested in giving up like long term stuff for him because they know it's a risk. And so it, it's right. it's you know do the do the Nets want to like bolster depth to be to, for a playoff run right now, you know like is that where you move off a Hardaway or Bullock or something? I don't know. I mean, also the salaries are probably a little bit difficult to match because you have to come exactly. within a certain percentage in season. Off season, it's a little more flexible, and so the Mavericks would have to send out significant salary. Yeah, and I think, you know, from where I kind of sit right now, it seems to me that similar to the Kevin Durant situation is that there's really no trade that's going to materialize that's going to incentivize the Nets to give him up. And especially if you're talking to a team like Dallas, 
you know, it, you know, it'd probably be some combination of Tim Hardaway Jr., Spencer Dinwiddie, and then you throw in draft picks or whatever. Maybe Dorian. No, if they were, you know? if they were throwing a draft pick, I would riot. Like I just I don't want to well, do I that. Mean, uh, the the draft the draft pick actually doesn't bother me as much as the players because the Mavericks can't draft for shit anyway. Like when have they ever hit on a draft pick? <laughs> I mean, so I mean, so that that part of it doesn't bother me. And I think the other question is okay. Like say that they do get him, how does he fit with Luca? I'm actually pretty optimistic about that because like you know putting aside everything else, the off court stuff, the mercurialness. You know, just on the court, his skill set is so diverse and so varied. He can easily play play off of Luca. He can, you know, he can kind of hit the gaps in the mid range. He can obviously spot up and hit threes. He can run, he can run the offense at a pinch. So obviously, if they get him, it raises their ceiling in a league in which it seems to be a wide open title window. So that's kind of how you would talk yourself into it. Um. And, you know, from the Mavericks perspective, obviously, other than Luka, there's nobody on the roster who's anywhere even near untouchable. Like, I mean, so I, it's, it's, it's very, very, it's very, very complicated for, for a lot of reasons. If they can find a way to do it, the other question is, is there going to be another team, cough, cough, Lakers, that is gonna that is well, gonna that, outbid that. See, see, and LeBron know. chimed in about four o'clock with a tweet with some emojis. Oh, Classic LeBron chicanery. If LeBron is oh, able to God. push the Lakers brass to move like which I mean KD would die, but to move like Russ in a pick for Kyrie, I I think Josh Josh Bo and I he my my co editor is in the oh, chat. I, I think well, the like, Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers would would do that. Would have done that trade in the summer. They would have done it on the first day of the season. Like, the, you know, they, the Brooklyn does. Obviously, nobody wants Westbrook. You know, he's a, he's an even bigger negative uh, asset than, than Kyrie is. So, it, it, Josh, um, Josh says in the chat, like Russ and a pick sucks, and I'm just I don't disagree. But does like Tim Hardaway and player and Verton like that sucks too? Like all of these things suck. Like it's a question of what does the next, what do the Nets want to swallow? Yeah, and like, and and that's kind of gets back to my original point is like, there's not going to be any team that is going to uh, offer them anything to entice them. Like, they, I mean, I think they're fine with letting him walk in the summer, but as long as they have him and Kevin Durant, they have it. They have a puncher's chance. And again, you know, this season more than any other recent memory has a, a like probably 12 teams can convince themselves well if things break right and we stay healthy you know we you know we we have a chance and brooklyn is certainly one of those teams if they have those two guys but there's nobody that they're going to get back for Kyrie, you know of equal value to where they can say that and then they're just that's right and then essentially essentially wasting another year of kevin durant right you know? and so, that's but, that's where the calculus is where it's like who is who is more concerned who it's and it's just it's wild. Like I just I cannot I cannot believe wild. Kyrie did this. I just he apparently and I'm I'm piecing this together and I could be having he's elk. upset that they wouldn't give him an extension. Is that why he's they offered he, him he an, extension. an extension? He didn't like but, the yeah. extension, and the extension probably was laden with things like please don't be an like asshat. Right? Well, it's yeah, probably related games to game, played. Games That's a great played. point. Games played minutes and, I, and I'm 
and I'm assuming it wasn't a four-year extension. It was probably like a two-year, you know, team option, maybe something like that, you know, but he's, yeah. Here's a wild stat stat from our guy, uh, Istok Franco, who is over there at the magazine. Yeah. I'm I'm familiar with his work. He's great. I'm getting the numbers wrong. I'm getting the numbers wrong, but over the last, it's like the last three or four years, he, Spencer, uh, maybe it's three years. Uh, Christoph Porzingis has played 193 games to Kyrie Irving's 140. So, so, so if we're talking, uh, and granted, he like voluntarily chose to take out the season off because he wasn't interested in taking the vaccine, but he's also not the most durable yeah. player. Right. Yeah. You know, he's not. And, you know, he, the vaccine thing, honestly, like, I mean, that, that really had, you know, no basis in logic, but. Regardless, um, so we everybody's telling you know, me the Nets are he, in fourth. So we have a two of two, a pair of four seeds staring at each other, wanting to know if they should make a move. That- ah, so what else you got for us, Simon? Well, I mean, nothing really. I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm just kind of airing out my thoughts and then you know my initial thoughts. Obviously, I don't really haven't even had enough time to process all this, as I'm sure you are. You know, which is why you're while you're doing this room, I mean, do I would, if it did happen, I would be, I would be very interested and um, I would be optimistic, more optimistic for the Mavericks chances this season. Sure. Short term. I, I like it. Short term. You like it. And then, you know, long term, you just, you got to just, you know, cross that bridge when you get there, you know, but well, it's like, they're, they're not going to have, a, I don't think a better opportunity to get talent. Because they yep. need talent and they do not have it. This <laughs> is so. We'll see. So it's, so it's a good right, argument. Man. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, it's also important to note as um, that I am a content whore, and I am J. Jonah Jameson demanding more pictures of Spider-Man. Only it's Mavericks content. So you knew I was going to do something like this. All right. Coming up next, my man Nob. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome, welcome. Um, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I want I want nothing to do with Kyrie Irving on my basketball team. I, you know, contact matters, so all dependent on what we have to do. Really scratchy I audio. You are. Can you hear me? There we go. Okay. Um, I think it, it all context matters. So depending on what we give up, right, that'll all determine how you feel about it. But I think regardless of what we give up, I don't see him being here long term. And I don't think he would want to stay here long-term. I don't think the Mavs would have the ability to even sign him long-term, possibly with, like, salary cap issues. My, like, I thought Dalton brought up a good thing on Dalton Trigg. I saw he tweeted, he was like, hey, Nico might be able to get his Nike contract reinstated. Uh, no, and I thought that was which, a, I thought, <laughs> which I don't think he even wants. Like, like the Nike wants nothing right. to do with him anymore. You're right. But, yeah, I don't want anything to do with him either. I would rather Mavs use all the trade assets they have just to either try and like see if you can get some kind of pick compensation or like try and take somebody else's distressed asset for your distressed asset. And I, I like the only reason this would even be intriguing is just because of his talent and what like, it'd just be nice to watch different players play for the team and somebody who can actually do something. But like, this would be a terrible decision, like all around. This is a terrible idea. I'm not for it. I can't imagine what, what like, he's not going to stay here long-term anyway. So we'd just be wasting our time. Appreciate the comments. I like the, I like the firmness of the take. 
Yeah. Take care. Talk soon. This sort of stuff, this sort of things where, you know, people basically have to say, this is more important to me than other things are very difficult when it gets, it gets involved with sports. And I'm never going to be one to tell, tell somebody else what I think they should value. But that's part of the difficulty of the Kyrie Irving conversation because he comes with so much baggage. And if the baggage isn't for you, I get it. I really don't think it's for me, but I also don't have any say in this. So we have to discuss it. All right. Let's go with my man, Josh. Hi, Josh. Editor, basically co-editor-in-chief of MazMoneyBall.com. What's going on, bub? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just watching. Uh, okay. watching. How do I sound? Because I'm just. I, I don't have any headphones on. I'm just. No, that's using fine. My phone speaker. This is all just. It's vibes. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think it's just. <laughs> I I don't want to talk about the personal stuff. Um. Because. Explain I mean, your position on the on why you think it's a better like why you think the Mavericks have the better package. I'm just I'm 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 yeah. That's the part that's more interesting to me because I don't want to talk about how much of an idiot he is, and I don't want to think about that part, and I don't want to think about the introductory press conference where Sint is answering questions and trying to defend why Kyrie is a, a changed man and his views aren't representative of how he really feels, and uh, I'm just like dreading that part of the experience happening if they do trade for him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just, again, this all comes down to if the teams that are reported are the teams interested, like remember the KP trade, the Mavs were not on anyone's list and that kind of came out of nowhere. So qualifying it with that, uh, you know, there could be a team we're not talking about. You, you said New Orleans, right? Like that would be like really interesting. They definitely have the assets that could beat a Mavs deal. But if it's really down to like the Lakers and the Mavs, and I think I also saw the Suns, Suns can make it interesting, but I just... Like the Nets are still going to have KD, uh, you know, unless KD comes to the Nets ownership group and he's like, "Hey, if you move Kyrie, I'm I'm done, I'm out of here." Uh, you know, if that doesn't happen, if they can get KD to stay on board and stay on the team, and really KD might not have much of a choice because of his con- like he's he's locked in. Like, what's he going to really do? I don't think he's going to sit out games. Like they already called uh, one of his bluffs on a trade already. Mm-hmm. So like. They're still in fourth place in the East. They still have to win back. Like they're not going to tank, and they're they're not going to want to drop far in the standings. Like I just don't see why like Westbrook and and nothing like the Lakers have nothing else besides right. Westbrook. Like like there's just nothing else. Like does Katie want Westbrook back on the team? Like we talk about LeBron putting his foot down and trying to make things happen with his influence. What's Katie going to do when it's like, hey Katie, we're going to bring Westbrook back? Like, is it okay if I want that just for LOLs? Because like that strikes me as hilarious. Right, that would be that would be hilarious. But I just don't see that, and they're going to take a step back. Like the Mavs, for all their faults and with the team, the fault with their team is the top end. Like we have all agreed that all these dudes on the roster, we've all mostly agreed that if they were like one or two spots down in terms of importance in the rotation, that it would clear a lot of things up. Well, the Nets have KD, um, and the Nets have a bunch of other guys that can do things. Like Nick Claxton's a defensive player of the year. Royce O'Neal's playing well for them. Seth Curry's playing well for them. Like, they don't necessarily need um, – they don't really have trouble with top-end talent, especially when you have KD. So, I, you know, they could want a Dinwiddie to replace – to kind of be a facsimile of what Kyrie was giving them. Like, Dorian would be really helpful for them. Uh, so would maybe Christian Wood off the bench. Um, and the Lakers just don't have any of those guys that are as interesting. Like, 
And plus, Westbrook's salary is bigger than Kyrie's. Pretty the significantly, right? Yeah, they would have the Nets would have to include more. It wouldn't just be Kyrie. So it's okay. like, why would the Nets like? Do the Nets need cap space that bad that they're going to want to oh. basically punt on this season? Like, I I don't think so. They're still going to want to win. So in that terms, I think the Mavericks have a lot of advantages in terms of what they can offer. But again, you know, hey, if the Clippers want to barge in, you know, if the Suns want to trade Chris Paul and Cam Johnson, then it's like, okay, I don't know. But if it's really going to come down, if it's going to come down to Lakers and the Mavs, I feel like the Mavs, if the Mavs really want it, if they want to, if they want to do this, I think they could get it done. And if the Nets are actually serious about trading him, um, despite LeBron's tweet, tweeting or, or whatever. So that's just kind of how I feel. It's a I mean, pretty good argument. Like I said, kind of annoyed at you. I, I, I know. <laughs> it sounds. Re- I made it sound too real, didn't I? Uh, but I mean, yeah. Personally, I mean, I, I, I don't want him on the team. It'd be a headache um, and all that stuff. I don't want to get it. Sure. Too, but well, I mean, you are just trolling me ruthlessly because you think like, and you've hurt me. I'm so taking funny. a middle of the line path for the show because right. I want to have a good show and a good discussion. I also and also understanding that I personally have zero say in this. Kirk, the basketball fan, wants nothing to do with Kyrie, and the power rankings of why is actually pretty lengthy. But I also have to admit that the basketball appeal of it for mm-hmm. like now until the Mavericks were eliminated from the playoffs is hard to to argue. Yeah, have you you've watched Parks uh, yeah. and Rec, right? Do you remember the scene where uh, Ron is supposed to throw a barbecue for the for the staff, and he gets pissed off at him, and then later he's like, "Okay, I got to do make do," and he cooks him that pig, and he brings it into the <laughs> office. And remember when he's like, "Here's Tom," and, and all the people in the room go, "Oh!" and and then they're like, "Oh wait, that actually smells really good." That's probably what Mavs fan. A lot of Mavs fans are going to be like because they're going to be like, "Oh!" and then he's going to well, because most fans like most Mavs. Most sports fans, like this is this is just a fact, okay? Those of us who live online are so in the weeds on stuff. Most sports fans do not know about any of this stuff. It's not a lot of people are actually like there was, you know, there was this there was this um, line around around the Nets arena at one point of like black Israelites who are really, if you've ever come across them in person. Some of the least friendly folks I ever in public, kind of scary, um, like lined up around. It's like, and, and there was this comment made by a reporter. Okay. And honest to goodness, reporters like covering this. And it was like, look at all this support Kyrie Irving has. And it was like, oh no. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and, and most fans like Dallas Mavericks fans would embrace Kyrie wholeheartedly. Like that's just a, that's a statement of fact because teams, I think no, it's lot- just like we see this every year. Right. Like, like, um, who's the who's the Cowboys defensive guy? The the younger one, the younger one. Um, yeah, Micah. Micah has some off the field issues in college. Okay, some scary stuff if you don't know about it. And yes. do Cowboys fans care? Yeah. No. Like, I just and and that's something that we have to wrestle with all the time because it's like you know the, the Mavericks have had challenges the last four years with some of their things you know related to the sexual harassment scandal, et cetera. Yeah, dude, we still have to talk yeah. about a team where like all that all that crap happened and it didn't yeah. like 
like no one really got punished. It was a slap right. on the wrist, and we're still right. We're still here still because we're like ultimately we do this for the basketball. So it's like I always waffle very force. I you know I I'm not a moral like I'm not a moral leader. I'm never gonna really tell anyone how to feel. I'm just gonna say this is how I feel, and all this would do is make an already complicated Maverick situation for me more complicated. Which is why it has to happen. <laughs> why it's going, or why, not why it has to, but why it's going. Yeah. You're just cursed. No, it's right, because it's like, we don't have any say. Like, like I've already had, like, the, the my friends in a, a former site I used to write for Hardwood Paroxysm, a group of people have already agreed to buy me a Kyrie Irving jersey. Like, this is, <laughs> this, <laughs> sports this fan. Is, this is how it's supposed to end. Right, right. It's very funny. So, well, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah, uh, that's all I want to get to. All right. I see so we got some more people. Yeah, we got a lot I, of people in here. Yeah, you have some fun. All right, talk soon. Okay, coming up next. Jeez, we got a lot of people. Um, I might not be able to get to everybody because my son's football practice is going to end soon. But I got my guy, Jason Gallagher, the, the man in the black hat. What's happening? Tell me your thoughts. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it strictly to basketball and not the fact that um, Kyrie is just generally just pretty annoying. So, um, so am I. You know that happens. Yeah, yeah. And and so what? What's really weird about Kyrie, just in general, is that it, it's sort of made everybody lose their minds in terms of talking about him as a basketball player. And I have a obviously very skilled, we've talked about that to death, but I just can't point to a single thing he's done in the last four or five years that have been of any consequence positively in basketball, other than making the nets somewhat competitive over the last couple well, of months. The, the, yeah, that's I mean, it. And what, pretty- I, what I would say, what I would just say to, to I, I hate it, Strictly for the basketball reasons, and mm. for guys, the basketball it's not reasons. Okay, yeah, it's for the basketball. Are you kidding me? Let's Kirk. Let's like take you, it. Know, you know what a you know what a basket you like. Everyone who's saying it's a bad take. Okay, congratulations. You you he's got great handles. I'll give you that, guys. But what I would say is that it matters that these organizations don't know what to do with him. Like, it matters that the Brooklyn Nets gave him the keys, fired their coach. They're now a top four seed in the East, and he wants out. Like, guys, I, I, like, you actually want, like, the problem with bringing in Kyrie is that we have too valuable of an asset in Luka Doncic to bring in somebody who would absolutely fuck that up. Like, if Luca wasn't already packing his bags, bring Kyrie here for two years, and I guarantee you that he's, he's out you, faster but, than but, that. But give and me, give me this. Give me this, though, Jason. Yeah. He's absolutely advocating for this right now if he has any ability. Luca Doncic is. Yeah. Who, Luca? Because, uh, because mean, players, I, I, I are, players so. are interesting folks. <laughs> like, Dirk wanted Rajon Rondo. We got to remember that. Dirk is why Rajon Rondo came to Dallas. <laughs> no, I know. I, I I hope I hope that the people who are hearing me don't aren't aren't like thinking that it's 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 not really about the off court. It's not really about anything. It really is just about like his ability to make a team or a franchise better. And when you have when you have a player like Luca, the franchise has to be in really good hands. And it 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 will not be if you bring in a player who who leaves a trail of ashes behind him most of the time. Well, like, okay, so, so hear me out. Devil's advocate. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving says the quiet part loud all the time. Even if I think he's wrong about what his thoughts are, he always says the quiet part loud. 
Sure. The unimaginable comedy sure. that could come with Kyrie Irving nuking Mark Cuban and Jason Kidd is is hysterical. I mean, because it's like like I've all these people. Oh, he has really good relationships <laughs> with Jason Kidd. Him and Jason Kidd are like oil and water. What are we talking about? Competitive work environments yeah. matter. It's like I like lots of people. Yeah. Most like I can't work with most people because it's it's about drive and singularity of purpose and you know Kyrie like any it's a long seat like so that would be hilarious yeah. just mean, for it, that. I I completely agree. There would be a lot of comedy, but I just on a pure basketball uh, like place like this doesn't put us in contention. It it at best gets us. I guess second, maybe conference finals, but we've been there and we've done that. And we had a much more, uh, we've had a honest to God, a, a, a player that I like, we had Jalen Brunson who I not to go in the past, but like, I'll take him a million times out of a million over Kyrie strictly for the fact that guys, it matters. you the locker room is a part of the game and everyone who just completely disregards that with regard to Kyrie. And I get it because of probably some of the stuff he stands for probably because of whatever, but people have his back in a way that I'm just kind of like, are we ignoring the last several years of this guy just, I mean, go look at what he's done for the Nets. It's nothing. It's nothing. Man, just firm, firm takes. It, uh, it's not, it, it's not like I have the facts to back it up. Like uh, it, it's crystal clear. Like it, I don't understand what he has done in the last few years to be like, yeah, let's actually bring the most polarizing person in basketball into the locker room in which we are desperately trying to make sure that our most valuable asset doesn't leave. That's insane. Interesting. All right. Well, That's insane. Thank you so much. Appreciate your, 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 your passion. Hey, and, I, and all the people in the comments, I just want y'all to know I dropped out of college. I'm not even that smart. So if you hate my takes, I get it. Yeah. But you also wrote basketball and musical. So you got, I did write basketball right. musical at one point, and, yeah, and, sure. and you also rewrote Taylor Swift's "Blank Space" to be about Rajon Rondo. Like you've done some pretty incredible <laughs> things with your time. Holly Luca, that's a great point. You wrote that too. That. God damn, you're talented. You're so annoying. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much for hanging uh, out with us. All right, um, I'm going to read that Chris Haynes tweet that everybody told me about. Kyrie Irving's camp did not negotiate after the Brooklyn Nets presented an offer that was tied to the team winning a championship. League sources tell TNT and Bleacher Report. Told the issue is not about money, and now it said he wouldn't even stay if offered a max contract. See, the wonderful thing about Chris Haynes is, like, he's just, like, he he says league sources, and what he means is, like, players, player X straight up fucking told me this. Like, I, <laughs> it's amazing. Um all right, man, we got some heat in the in the chat. I, I love it when it's not my fault. Everybody, just be nice to each other as much as possible. We don't have any say in this. I know we're going to disagree on quite a lot, but that's normal. All right, I'm going to keep going. Um, Tyler, what do you got, guy? Kirk, how we doing? Love it. That's it, you know, oh, just, just love the discourse. And Josh Bo says the Mavs are the team for the discourse, and as usual, he's right. Well, I get the uh, pleasure to follow Jason. So I will present my point this way. Kyrie is the beautiful girl you see in college at a bar. It was a certified absolute lunatic. All your buddies are telling you, you absolutely do not go see this girl. And then you go do it anyway. And then look what happens. This is Kyrie Irving. You you don't make that mistake with Kyrie Irving. Ky, Ky, Kyrie Irving's like like when he has a biography one day, it's just, he's the beautiful mistake. 
it's just he's so talented. Like my one of what somebody was saying is like, well, look at the shot he made in 2016, and I'm like, friend, no, that was seven years ago. <laughs> I just I, I love this. It's like, do we know how? Do we know how long ago that was? Like, yeah, just incredible. It's incredible. Just this I, is such a fun conversation. I will. I love getting upset about sports because it ultimately, like, we just have no say. You know, we just have no say. It's 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 the best. Yeah, I mean. I will sit here and argue it to the death, but at the end of the day, like, who really gives a shit? Because well, like, we don't get to make that choice. <laughs> Krishna, and who's a longtime listener, always comes up on stage here. I'll get to him if I can. Here said, you know, I love this because it's nothing will happen. And here's why I did the show. I think this might happen. I am not one to prognosticate because I'm always like I'm just very conservative and how I like I'm not good at predicting moves, but. This just feels like the right miss mix of desperation and opportunity. It just feels so mad, oh, doesn't it? It's perfect. Because it, it also serves like, you know, not to make it about me, but like the thing that would singularly make me the most mad is one of the things that almost always happens with the Mavericks. So. Ah, oh, man, I... I have a friend who's a Celtics fan, and he's just giving me all the shit online oh, yeah. right now. So, uh, you know, I mean, if we can get, I just don't even know. It's it's going to happen because you know maps, right? So, just brace yourselves. Well, we'll see. Thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah, thanks, man. Keep it up. All right. Do, do, do. Reading y'all's comments, and I just want you to know that I you are being seen. Okay, she she. Sorry, we're upset. Some of the folks are arguing with you. I, I hear you, and I appreciate your point of view. Just want, want that to be said out loud. Okay, coming up next is Harris. Welcome back, Harris. Hey, Kirk. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So I think this is happening mostly because I think the Nets want Wood. I think even if Katie leaves, the dude that's going to be on their contract, their team for a long time is going to be Ben Simmons, and he needs to stretch five. And I think that just that fit works perfectly. They're both guys that we're unsure if we're going to sign or the teams are going to sign. Are they going to sign the next season? And you just add in some salary filler there. I don't know if it's going to take picks. I don't think either team wants picks for those guys. Or I mean, the Nets want them, but I don't think they're going to get them for Kyrie. So I think it's going to be Wood and like Bertans or Hardaway. I'm sorry, say that again. My son was screaming at me from 30 feet. Oh, basically, uh, I think the deal is going to get done because the Nets want uh, ah. wood. They want wood because of Ben Simmons. He needs a stretch five. I like. That'd be an interesting pairing. That's a fun one. I'm curious about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm really. And he could play. What's... He could play next to Claxton as well too. It wouldn't be like too awful. Like he he's pretty flexible with his their team. That's a good. That's a good take, Harris. That's a good take. I appreciate that. Thank you for, for, for bringing that one up. I hadn't really thought about wood too, too much, but I like it. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. No problem. Man. Talk soon. Okay, guys, there's like 10 more people waiting, and I don't know if I can get to everybody. So I think I'm going to have to cut this one short. I really, really apologize. Um, you know how it's kind of my deal to get to as many people as possible. 
We even have some longtime folks in the chat. I hate not getting to Krishna. There's Adam, Josh Brown, Grayson. Shoot, you're, and half of y'all are going to send me DMs yelling at me after this, which I want you to. My guy Brent Brooks, Jose, Micah, Juan, I really appreciate you coming in, but I have to go now. Um, I will post the show a little later tonight. Um, probably going to have to go through it, see if there's anything dumb I need to edit out that I said, which I hope, you know, there's always dumb things I say. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, I will be back tomorrow night after the JV Mavericks get waxed by the Golden State Warriors because no one is playing tomorrow night. Josh Green is the point guard. Everybody get really excited. Uh, We'll talk soon. Thanks for hanging out. Go Mavs.